This is Sheltering in Petaluma, the podcast about how Petalumans are doing during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm your host, Andy Sewell. This podcast is produced in collaboration with Petaluma Arts Center. Be sure to listen to the end of the episode for more information about them and other arts programming they provide. For this episode, the theme is protest. Last week, a group of Petaluma teens organized a protest march that started in Walnut Park and led all the way down to the Petaluma Police Department headquarters. The group grew to over 200 young people and a handful of adults. They chanted together in protest over the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis and over the injustice for blacks in America. One of the organizers, Lillian, is the voice you hear leading the chants. I recently met up with her to ask about the march and her experience. Um, My name is Lillian McCoy. And I'm a graduate from Casa Grande, and I just recently led a protest on Wednesday. Um, The idea came from me and my best friend. We saw the video of George Floyd's death, and we decided to do something. So we made a flyer, and we posted it at the same time, and it kind of just got spread from there. It was kind of overwhelming when I got there, because I finally got to look back and see how many people actually, like, came to support me. It was just surreal. Like, I I didn't know what to feel until I got on that median strip and um, started chanting and just being there with everyone. It was really cool. I didn't really have any expectations going in it. I was kind of expecting people to just hear my message and, you know, show up and support me. And now a lot of people are planning their own protests and wanting me to speak at them. And I I guess I started something. I sparked something up. Afterwards, I felt I felt really good. I, I wouldn't say I felt accomplished because I know there's a lot more things that I can do. But I did feel really amazing that everyone showed up and everyone stayed with me through the like the 90 plus degree weather heat. You know, being in Petaluma, it's not very diverse over here. Um, if you saw the article that just came out in the 2010 census, it's only like 1% of black people out here. So I felt like if people can love me for my sports and love me for what I do, like just regularly in school, they can show up and be with me in this because this is just as important as everything else that I do. Our town is so, it's kind of closed off. Like not a lot of people come in, all the people come out. Like we have our usual group here. I think we should think outside of Petaluma. Like, yes, we all understand what happened in Minneapolis, but it also happens in Petaluma. Like there is also racism in Petaluma. And I feel like people need to think about that sometimes because we're always so, oh, Petaluma, small town, we're all happy, you know, but like people don't think about, you know, if I walk down the street, some people are going to walk to the other side of the street and some people don't notice that, but I notice it obviously because I'm black. So I feel like people just need to think about it because everyone's so oblivious to the racism that goes on in this town sometimes. It's kind of interesting, you know, there's a lot of weird stigma around teenagers, like we're just hard-headed and we don't know what we're talking about and we, we're kids. But I, I think that's untrue. Like, we are going to be the future. A big person that's, like, really impacted me is my great-grandma. Her name is Anne. And um, she used to do protests around my age. And I, she's, she's not very young. So I can only imagine how hard it was for her to do that when she was my age. And, you know, just talking to her, it makes me feel like I was kind of born to do this, like, to lead people and show people, like, this is my voice. Please hear it. In the 60s, it would have been a lot harder to even gather three people to be a part of this protest. Like any protest, like those people over there, there's people standing on that side, they're protesting. It's only like four of those people over there. But for my grandma, it would probably be hard for her to even get two or three, regardless of whether they're black or white. People don't want to be seen like that. 
like back then. But today it's kind of like, oh, this person's going to protest. I'm going to protest with them. Everyone's kind of like becoming more awake to what's going on, what black people face in America every day. But I feel like in my generation, Gen Z, there's not going to be a lot of it at all. I feel like everyone's very accepting and open. But as long as, you know, if there's millennials out there or older people that continue passing that racism on, even if they don't know they're doing it, it's never going to end. Like, that's, that's just what I feel. I, I just think it's we're so accepting over everything, you know. Obviously, we all have feelings. And yeah, we are teenagers, but... We reach out to people. We, we know how to be sympathetic towards people. And we just know how to, like, accept people for who they are. Like, if my friend comes out as gay, I'll be like, okay, great. You want to go to a pride parade or something like that? Like, we're just open. I feel like we're just open-minded. Um, at my protest, there was actually uh, one, two ladies that were wonderful. They set up a table for people to register to vote. Um, I made sure that everyone went to that table. And if they already registered, that's perfect. And we talked about it when we reached the um, police department. I was like, you guys, we need to get, you know, Donald Trump out of this office. He's not helping us. He's not seeing us how we're supposed to be seen. And everyone agreed with me. So I feel like everyone, they're thinking about it and they want to vote and they want to do right by America. And I feel like that's a really good thing. Since we're so in tune with like technology, I feel like people should just follow black pages, like people who post and, you know, create wonderful things about the black history. And I feel like people should follow those pages and just learn about it. Like, it takes two seconds to look up something on Google. Like, if people want to educate themselves, they will. It's the people who don't want to educate themselves. It's the ones who are like, well, that's not true. The, people, the all lives matter people. Those people, they, they refuse to educate themselves on a very blatant thing that's happening in America every day. I try not to get angry because I don't want to fit into that stereotype of all black women are angry. You know, there's always going to be that stereotype. And I've got called that a million times in a row. When I like when I get passionate about something, I'm always called angry or something. So I try to like stay calm and be like, look, look this up, you know. I hope that Petaluma keeps on the track it's going. There's been a lot of protests planned and a lot of just amazing things happening. Everyone, all the teens out here, like realizing what's going on and like, educating themselves so I hope that keeps happening I hope those teens if they stay here they educate their kids and you know because Petaluma is generational all the generations are going to end up being here at some point at some time so I just hope that everyone keeps educating themselves along the way of this whole thing going on like I feel like that's really important Another teen who saw Lillian's post on social media and decided to join the protest was Jordan. Despite the public health concerns about large groups gathering, Jordan feels it is important to demonstrate and send a message of solidarity. Hi, I'm Jordan. So I heard about the Black Lives Matter protests going on in Petaluma through social media. It's been a really big help with knowing what's going on and when it's going on. Um, through Snapchat and mostly Instagram. There have been a lot of people posting about it, and although no one's ever really sure who's organizing it, it the word always gets out very quickly. Um, and it's really cool because you hear about a protest and immediately I'm like sending it to my friends and being like, we're going to this tomorrow. I think it's really important as a youth and then as a white person that we use our privilege and be an ally to everyone that this protest is about 
Um, I think there's a lot of strength in numbers and I think it's very important that we all show up and be able to be there for the change and just be able to support everyone else who is leading this and who this is about. It's just you want to be on the right side of history when you tell your kids about this in 30 years. Um, so I think it's very important that we keep going, even though there is a pandemic going on right now and coronavirus is still a very real thing and it is dangerous to go and be around a ton of people. It makes it almost more powerful that everybody is coming out of their houses to do this because it shows how important it is and how we really need to all be there and be showing up to these protests that happen almost every day. I think it's very important that we keep going and protest with the Black Lives Matter movement and against the approval of the $80,000 worth of assault rifles that was just approved in Petaluma. So I think it just keeping up with this and showing up and making sure that the people's voices that need to be heard are being heard um, and being there to listen as well. And getting to listen to Lillian was a really awesome thing too. That was a really powerful thing to watch. And it was very cool going from the smaller one at Petaluma, which was still pretty big. And I was really amazed how many younger teenagers showed up for that one. Um, and then getting to go to San Francisco right after, which had thousands of people. There is a lot of, there's a lot of people that are against all of the protests and everything that's going on. Um, and I think keeping up with all the peaceful ones in Petaluma, it's showing people and how much it's actually working. There's so many other things that you can be doing with educating yourself donating money and signing petitions all of those are all really important on top of protesting and then I have been having really difficult conversations with people who haven't usually expressed their views um, and trying to educate them but also learn why they think that and how where they grew up really influences how they think and even here, um, because we live in this small town, it's cool to talk to everybody and see what they think about all of this and then how much more people are missing and being able to fill them in and then educate myself as well by learning and talking to different people. I think it's one of the most important things that we can do as allies to this movement is just keep educating ourselves and make sure that we're saying the right things and supporting the right things and not overstepping our boundaries with it being okay when you're wrong and then learning how to adjust and set your mindset to the right thing. Thank you to all the Petalumans who contributed to this episode. Sheltering in Petaluma is produced by Audio Ephemera in collaboration with Petaluma Arts Center. They are dedicated to building our community's creative capacity by making art in an increasingly vital and meaningful part of our public life. To learn more about how you can get involved to help them with that vision, visit their website, petalumaartcenter.org. 
Special thanks to Jude Mooney, Jonathan Marlowe, Heather Mackin, Daniel Strobel, Michael Woolsey, and all the Petalumans who have sent in their stories. A heartfelt thanks to the youth of Petaluma. Your dedication is inspiring. Music in this episode by Blue Dot Sessions, and our credit music is by Petaluma musician Dave Sampson. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram for previews of upcoming episodes and bonus clips. If you have a story to share, visit shelteringinpetaluma.org. Click on Participate in the upper right to get easy instructions on how to send in your voice memo to be included in a future episode. Thanks, Petaluma. Stay safe. Stay safe.